We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Six Man Show, an Orlando Magic podcast with your hosts, Luke Sylvia and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic basketball. By fans, for fans. Go Magic. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Six Man Show. It is April 14th, 2022. Jonathan Osborne here, as always, joined by my co-host, Luke Sylvia. Luke, what's going on? Uh, not much. I just uh, was looking, you know, the Hornets got it handed to them by the Hawks in the 9-10 plan, so they are out. Their season is over, and I'm kind of just score-watching, probably going to watch uh, Spurs-Pelicans after this. So I, uh, I'm i doing well. I'm also house hunting for a rental in Florida, so uh, life is uh, life's pretty crazy for me right now. Starting a job here in the next couple weeks, it's, it's all uh, a lot of chaos, but I'm glad I haven't had to, like, mark my calendars for Magic Games either. Because yeah. then that means, you know, I got some nights to myself. I don't yeah. have to stress. That type of stuff. I have a friend of mine who uh, is, is trying to start, like, a MMA podcast. And he asked me if I would, like, kind of join it with him. And I was like, honestly, I would love to. But I would probably be divorced. Because this is the mm-hmm. part of the year where, like, Carmen gets me back yeah. for the next, you know, six months until the season yeah. starts. So I- I'm right there with you. If you're a realtor in the Ocala area... Hit, hit absolutely up you know, he's looking for hit me up uh, if you do rentals rental. right i don't you know i don't want to pull you out of your your space a lot of a lot of realtors like to just do you know home buying not necessarily and home selling not necessarily rentals rentals i'll i'll take any details i can get where we have some good leads right now but if they fall through i want a backup plan there so you go. yeah absolutely so i know you, we told you guys on the last episode that this was going to be our player grade episode we're going to save that for monday we had a Mm -hmm. really great opportunity to sit down with tony quinn who works for the social media for orlando magic and he handles a lot of like the digital content um like designing and graphic design and everything like that luke and i are both in agreement pretty early on in the pod that it it was like top five you know at least it might be higher than that i'd say i'd put it three probably like yeah it, it was just so much fun. He, he's yeah. a really funny guy. Great insight. I think uh, Magic fans are, are really going to enjoy that. So stay tuned. Just a couple of minutes from now, we're going to get into the interview. But we do want to remind you guys that May 17th, uh, we don't have a time just yet, 
Uh, but we will be at Harry Buffalo downtown Orlando for the draft lottery watch party. Um, you can find our pin post on our Twitter page if you guys want to RSVP for that. Last year, we had 97 RSVPs within 17 hours from announcing this year's lottery watch party. We had over 100 RSVPs. And so it's going to be crazy. It's going to be a better turnout than last year. It's going to be a better result for the mm. Magic than last mm. year. So make I was sure going to say it can't out. be worse, but that's false. It could be worse, unfortunately. It yeah. could be worse, but... Mm. Again, May 17th, probably somewhere between 7 and 8 o'clock, we're going to get started. Harry Buffalo, downtown Orlando. Mark your calendars, request off work. Tell your grandma you're sick, you can't make it to her 100th birthday. True. Come out. We expect to see you guys there. And next thing, uh, before we get into the interview, we want to shout out our patrons. So it is not free to run the podcast. Uh, we do have you know monthly and you know bills that come up for different resources that we use so if you guys want to help financially support the show you can find us at patreon.com slash the six man show we have three tiers that you can subscribe to and every single week we shout out all of our patrons shout out court cousins drew gooden armin keith garcia zico carson tulo nathan lynn ellis jonathan borgus norm l magic player history julio bailey matt lyman eric segovia gabe Gaines, Bo outlaw fan wiffle Michael Martin, Jamel Miller, Michael Salapon. Thank you guys so, so much. We are going to get into the interview with Tony Quinn. Hope you guys enjoy that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, Orlando Magic fans, we have a special episode, a special guest today. The guy behind the jokes, the guy behind the memes on social media, Orlando Magic's Tony Quinn. Tony, Hello? what's going on, bro? How are you? Hello? 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 <laughs> hey, everyone. What's going How's on, bro? Going? How are you, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm excited to be on the show. I'm a big fan of the show. It's definitely an honor to be here, uh, especially listening in week to week. So it's definitely fun to see the fan perspective of, you know, working our, you know, fans that follow the magic, they're diehard. And, you know, it's cool to be on the show and, you know, get to tell a little bit of myself and just talk Orlando magic basketball. 
Yeah, bro. It's a long season, 22 and 60. Just wrapped up a few days ago. We had planned to try to give everyone a couple of weeks to like relax and cool off before we started bringing people on the show. But when we reached out, you're like, let's do it. So really, really appreciate it. It's been a long season. We know you are a guy that likes to work a lot. Um, but at some point, you know, we hope that you hey, step away and take a break what, here. What's that? What's the, the, the Popeye? Is it the Popeye's worker or the Wendy's worker who's Wendy's like just this? gassed on the bench, on the bench? That's Tony and yeah. and, and all Magic fans everywhere after an 82-game season. Bro. Oh, gosh, That's a, man. That, that, was, that was it for sure. That's – oh, man. man yeah, sorry, Tony. man. Like, after, the, after the All-Star break, I just literally blacked out and just started <laughs> – stopped counting my days. And it was like all That's of a sudden too. the season's the end. But – you know, now we're here. Uh, we we recently just, you know, the company gave us two weeks or basically like a few days off to like, you know, really get away from what we're doing. But I'm like, you know, forget that. Let's 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 talk a little magic basketball. This is stuff that I get excited about. Uh, me and Jonathan, of course, have been talking this throughout the season. Like, hey, let's let's talk lottery. Let's talk uh, the draft and what's exciting to come for this summer and then you know future seasons just to come. So. When the opportunity came, man, I had to jump on it, so I'm definitely excited to be here. Though. Yeah, we've been trying to make this happen for a while. Um, I got to meet Tony in person earlier this season when I attended my uh, first game as a, a member of the media, and it's just uh, pretty pretty surreal. Tony, what is, what is that like for you? You know, uh, Obviously, being a sports fan growing up, what's it like now that you're just a, able to be around these guys all the time? You're at warm-up, you're in the locker room, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's definitely a nostalgic feeling because you grow up watching the NBA, you dream about working in the NBA. So when you get to see other teams like LeBron, you know, John Moran, all those big guys around the league, it's it's fun. Because um, you didn't, you you always are known to see these people on TV, but when you're around a group of guys that you love to see grow, who are especially your age or even younger, oh my gosh, it feels old when we say that, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's fun when you know you get to come in, you get to see the fan experience, the, the genuine moments that you don't really talk about, like you know stuff encountering like, with like a a little kid who's like looking to get a high five and you know the warm line, or you know fans that are trying to sit courtside to flex like their latest outfits, right? Because they get to sit <laughs> courtside and everything and uh, it's the little things that made, you know, 42 games at home or 41 games at home worth it, which is like the fun stuff, like the happiness of it. Getting to work with everyone that's part of the organization that, you know, where we all like really enjoy watching the team and just doing what we do. So, yeah, it's been definitely been. You enjoyed been watching the team this season? <laughs> you did? I don't know if anyone did. Yeah. Um, there's some good times, you know. <laughs> there, <laughs> we, there were. We got Bing Bong. We got. Uh, <laughs> yes. We recapped it last episode, and man, there was there we Jonathan and I got to kind of go like quarter by quarter through the season, right? And Jonathan did a great job highlighting all of that stuff. And I was like, I got those warm fuzzies from from some of the moments that he talked about. I was like, man, we did get that. I uh, obviously, you know, Worldwide Wobe was the one that kind of sparked yeah. the Bing Bong tweet. I love that you know the Magic account interacted with him um, and just kind of that that what you've you know been able to yeah. do and make it more interactive and like personable. I want to come back to that, Tony. But I know you're talking about you know you 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 grow you know you get to see these guys grow. You get to be around. 
you know, these NBA players who who can make you starstruck, especially like the first time that you see them. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to know because our paths didn't cross, Tony, um, but I, I think that might have been like a year or two off. Yeah. Um, I, I believe I was uh, the intern and intern in like, I don't know, 20, 2018 or 2019. Um, and, and did, you know, a lot of stuff with Lakeland and I got to learn from a lot of the guys that were in the video department in Orlando, um, you know, guys like Caleb and, and Tyrone and a lot of those people. But I wanted to ask you, like, when, when did you come on, like with the magic first on staff, not necessarily in the role that you are mm-hmm. right with uh, doing a lot of the social media, but like, when did you get involved with the magic and, and where did you come from to, to to end in Orlando like are you from there I genuinely Tony uh, John was talking about he had done some digging into your background I know that I'll let you I'll let you know right now he's been with the team this is his third season (laughs) okay grew up in St. Louis Missouri okay went to Missouri 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 wherever the hell you're from all right he's he's done work with Drew League, the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. He did, uh, you know, graphic design for the 2019 he's, college football he's playoff. Bag. He does a lot of that, a lot of that stuff. Even now, he's yeah. he's doing graphics for for. He's always places. freelancing for like the NFL, the WNBA. Like it, yeah. you name it, this guy has done it in in That's the true. sports world. That's I true. appreciate that, guys. Yeah, I got you. you. But, I, I but anyway, you, Jonathan, I, I can I ask my friend? And, can I yeah. can I ask my friend Tony? Can I finish this? Yeah, sure. Cool. Okay. <laughs> so so just like tell me, Tony, like like what. Um, I, I guess I don't even know if Jonathan answered that and that whole thing that he just gave. But like, when did you start thinking even like NBA getting involved with the NBA or like Orlando? How what yeah. what happened to make you want to get there? A lot of people are gonna hate this, but I grew up a huge Kobe fan, so it was mm. during the years of oh seven oh eight. And oh, then oh, um, here we go, here we go. Right? Here we go. At first, I didn't know where you were going. I was like, who hates who hates Kobe? Yeah, and then here we go. But no, it was. Uh, I started watching the Lakers really when Kobe was dominating the league, and it was the year when the you know they they won it in the '09. But <laughs> uh, hey, regarding that part, right? We don't have to talk about that. Part, right? Ten years yeah. later, um, I I was like, man, how cool it would be to work in the NBA. Then I found this position with the Orlando Magic after you know my spring semester, my final year of college in 2019. Uh, I applied for it, you know, and I came in. I was thankfully here in Orlando for my spring break because. You know, I love Disney. I love Universal. You know, I'm a, I love I love adrenaline. You know, that's why I work in social media now, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and then uh, I did my final interview there. Got the so it was funny. The funny part was I got my job offer as soon as I started paying like four or five tools down. I had like a bag of like quarters and stuff like that. Slowly but surely, every time I was like, I was about to get a call from one of our people in HR. It's like, hey, Tony, are you interested in the job? And I'm throwing like nickels and dimes <laughs> at like the, the little thing in front of the toll yeah. machines. Driving back to Missouri that same night, it was brutal. But uh, moved down here in June and then, you know, was trying to learn everything really. It was crazy because I remember the first day I was bashing about how everything, like, this is ugly. That's ugly. We need to change this. We got to do this now immediately. And I'm not a patient guy, you know. So definitely coming in and making an immediate impact as far as like, how we want to look on social, how our branding looks and stuff like that. And then being able to, you know, when we went, I don't know if you guys remember or noticed like our marketing campaigns with like Magic of Fall Fall and then yeah. eventually on to Magic Together. Like I was being part don't of that forget process. Pure Magic. <laughs> see, Pure Magic was probably one of my favorites, but that was like when I wasn't there. Luke, I'm sure that during your mm-hmm. tenure, that's, that's, that's our campaign that year, right? Mm-hmm. But 
uh, being part of that like two campaign styles guys and like changing all that and then you know working closely with my with my guy Eli shout out to Eli I don't know if he'll, he'll probably never listen to this but I love that guy to death like shout out we, Eli yeah we work together and match it together a lot and just really uh, just try to fill in like elements you know the boring stuff that you, you don't want to talk about like magic fans want to talk about but just from our marketing side right it's just right. a lot of different things that are new and like trying to offer a younger perspective is i think that's what i thankfully bring to an organization that's been trying to figure out like how can we change how can we attract younger fans so you know definitely my role has involved in the last three seasons but uh like this was my first official season that i got done because in 2019 that's when the pandemic year happened and I shit you not, the worst part was um, I had ultimate seats to the day. It was against the Bulls, and the season had just got canceled. I was pissed because I was like, yo, I, I don't know what it's like to get unlimited food at the Amway now. I don't know what it's like to get this or that. And then the season just canceled. It sucked. So then we were working remote ever since. And then 2020, obviously, that season was just it flew by because, you know, not, you know, limited fan access, you know, this and that with the pandemic and whatnot. But this past season, though, it's it's been fun. Although, I was reading an Instagram comment that said, you know, although our record not show may not show what we want to be, but at least we were able to like have friends out of it. You know what I mean? It was just really heartwarming. <laughs> I was like, yeah, damn, man, I need to like put that as like a poster and like to remind right. myself how their third season has went. So, but yeah, man, um, I'm definitely excited for what we have in store for the future, and hopefully, Magic fans will be able to. You'll see it all happen soon. So, yeah. so, so Tony, I don't know if you know this, but um, Dante Marcatelli has a, a a story very similar to yours. You know, I believe he was at Liberty, came down for spring break, and basically never left. Or it was either spring break or summer vacation, something like that. Interviewed for the job, and then you know got the job, never left. So, you, that might be something that you can bring up to Dante. Like, hey, like <laughs> same way, I came down for spring break, and you know now I'm here forever. Something that Dante, you mentioned. Yeah. What's that? I was gonna say Dante is too big for me, man. Everyone knows that he's a <laughs> he's a TV guy, man. Every time I talk to him, he's very I'm very starstruck, and you know he's Stop. he's a popular guy. Like, he doesn't know what I do, so it doesn't matter. That's what I do. not true at all. I guarantee you, he knows who you are. <laughs> but you mentioned something um, that you're passionate about. You know, kind of introducing the fan, like the the brand and the team to a younger generation of fans. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where Luke and I are right now. Like, obviously, we love talking about the team and, you know, we love engaging with the community. But ultimately, the reason that I started the podcast was that there weren't enough people talking about the team to even get the word out there about the team. So in in that regard, you know, super, super similar. Um, So I I wanted to ask you, obviously, you know, you're you're the the meme master, the meme god, you know, whatever you want to call it. But you also (laughs) have the the privilege or I guess the burden of, you know, posting after tough losses and, you know, when guys are out for games and injured, what is your perception of magic fans? Like when you think of magic fans, what, what comes to mind for you? You guys are one of the most toxic fan bases I ever worked with in my entire life. <laughs> if I had to go to their team, I would, I'd get out of here, man. You have to have no. skin to deal with this team. You got Facebook fans in the comment section writing the whole entire essay saying, I hate the magic about how they do this, this, this. Trade the whole day team. You should have never traded Boosh, never traded blah, blah, blah. Aaron Aaron Gordon was supposed to be in his prime here, but I'm like, oh, my God, same story, man. Get over it, man. Just, 
It's annoying, dude. I just like I love. I actually, I personally love it because the fact that there's a fan out there that spends time on their phone, sitting on their couch, typing a really deep out thought ever since high school, maybe or college, <laughs> about how bad the team is. I love that shit. Like I, 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 I put it on my wall anytime someone mentions me as the unpaid social media intern because <laughs> they love what we do. So, but yeah, man. So I, I enjoy it personally. So you Dude. love Magic fans is basically what the gist. Yeah, I mean, so we, but the thing is, like, from a market standpoint, right, we understand we have demographics of what people come from, like the Penny and Shaq days, the T-Mac, or Dwight Howard, but now you have a younger team. So how can you grow a fan base to believe into a younger direction? Because, you know, this is like, and I get it. In the last 10 years, two rebuilds, a a bad GM who went, you know, ways to like trade the steam away and from Victor El Depot to what we had in Tobias Harris, right? And I get all that because I, I work with people who've been working here for that long. You know, I was telling Dan Savage um, one we day. Love Dan day, Savage. Shout out to How's Dan, he doing, so. by the way, after the Super Bowl? Is he, he hanging in there? He's hanging in there. All he's right. doing the gritty as we speak right now. You know, he's learning the move. Mm, but uh, yeah, Dan, uh, I was, I remember the day after the trade deadline, you know, when we traded AG and Gage. It's like, Dan, you know, is there a tunnel at the end of the light? It's like, well, you know, this has to happen, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm from St. Louis. You know, as a small market team, we are you know, we're expected to compete and win all the time. And I know, Jonathan, you're from, you know, from New Jersey. You obviously, you have the Giants who are expected to win and all these great big teams, right? But, you know, with this, it's just – it's a patience. It's – it's progress, and you know, every time you hear Jeff Waltman just say exciting things, obviously it's fun to be around, and like it gives you hope. So, the thing that I learned about this team is like it's different because they're all closer together. Like you know what I mean? Can, and you see they're in their bench reactions, them going crazy, them like hanging out outside the gym and whatnot. And this is everything that Jeff Waltman has already said, and that's the only thing I can vouch and even push further because that what makes it fun. And we're trying to show that on our social channels to to give fans something to believe in as opposed to like how this we know that you've been hurt by the magic you've been heartbroken by why we do this <laughs> or that but you know we believe Have you ever, in, or a loved one yeah. you know been exposed to <laughs> yeah. asbestos call 1-800 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah blah 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 right but yeah man we love it though like we're trying to show that to our fans and i think you know when the season pushed in everyone's now focused on the draft which is great because forget you think about the wins and losses throughout the season but you think about the small stuff the genuine moments that our guys had the big performances you know whether that's a big game from Jalen I I was I remember being at a game when we played against the Bulls and Jalen dunked under Rosen he was like with the magic Mm -hmm. thing that's right that was sick it gave me goosebumps man I was like okay that's why we work here that's why we do what we do right and then it's, it's things like that that gives you hope and I know that you guys talk about it in the podcast all the time there's always a lot of things that we we have to look forward to as fans and like you know we're trying to always push the positive obviously but you know we always have the nostalgic fans who's like bring back prince shy jerseys you know (laughs) trade this just trade this and that trade this player and but at the end of the day we're just trying to like improve our fans base and make it well i i and and you you've mentioned this right like your goal Mm. and and what you feel like your purpose is right now on staff with orlando and running the social media is to to draw in those younger fans but I think that not only that, like of the importance of what you do, but you keep fans engaged, even if they're not watching games. 
right? Like, even if you're not watching games, you are, are keeping them enticed on social media. And that's something that there was a huge shift when when you started to kind of take the duties of, of social media, where it had, was geared, right? Like, mm. initially, it was very, like, formal. There was It was very formal. It felt like um, there wasn't a ton of interaction. If it was, it was just, like, softball, like, mm. you know, type things, right? Um, like, do the magic respond? And it was like, yes, or whatever. And I don't even know if, if the magic, if social media did that before. They but, did. They, they yeah. followed me. They wished me happy birthday. So oh, perfect. Exactly. The wholesome stuff. Right. But <laughs> but we want like the 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 jokes. We want the memes. We want yeah. like all that stuff as like a younger generation. And also just as like the goal of keeping people entertained. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the, the LeBron thing that you guys alluded to the other day with that tweet was a, a verbatim. Like it wasn't hidden, obviously, like you no. didn't hide it. It was just verbatim LeBron's tweet about basically being out for the year, right? Like I'm done. Did you did you just copy it and then paste it? Yep. That's exactly. incredible. <laughs> but, but, but but can you talk to me Tony about that process because I know that you if you're not discussing it with people about like approval like for posting, you're you're at least having a dialogue in your head. Like mm. is this too much? What maybe it's not nah it's not. i'm gonna hit post right so like is there more to it than what it seems like because that seemed that lebron tweet seemed like someone just thought of it right you and just posted it is there more mm. to that or like kind of i guess walk me through that whole thing i've got a million questions in one but yeah. i i genuinely like just want to know like what what went into that and maybe that'll give us kind of shed some light on on the bigger picture of how you handle things as yeah, well Yeah, for sure so uh, me and owen sanborn he's our social media manager Good guy, I love him to death. That's my homie for life. But yeah, he's we've been through it together throughout this season. We've been just talking about like, hey, is this, does this feel forced? Do we think we get backlash on this? There's well, there's a few times where we had to delete tweets because you know, um, how do I say it? Like when the ways where it's like, okay, we don't believe this is right. You know, we're trying to build relationships with this or that, or just try to like keep it on the level of professionalism. There's a, those are those kind of moments for sure. But you know, having our our new uh, vice president of marketing, Shelly. I love Shelly as well. Shout out to her. And she's been really vocal and more like advocating us to like why we should be speaking in a younger voice and resonating with fans that would also say the same thing, right? And so usually when we tweet things, we love doing like a red laser eyes, just like making funny jokes. And like, but there's definitely, I would say a process to how we go about like tweeting things. If we're unsure, we always ask people who, you know, where that's something I'm reporting to or like ask a group of people. It's like, hey, do you guys think this is a good idea? Is it forced or not? Um, most of the time, it just comes organically. Like you feel it in the moment. And like, let's say, for instance, right, the uh, whole when we beat Cleveland to give Chicago their spot in the playoffs, yes, right? the Joe Kim Noah. Yeah. So I <laughs> I had uploaded that clip. and I was like, hey, is it cool we use this? You know, what do you think of it? And, then, you know, it has to go through probably like a system. It's like, hey, yeah, we think this is a good idea. It doesn't really bash anyone. It's just a funny joke. So we decided to do it. We decided to let it loose, right? And then there's definitely some moments for sure. Like, we're not perfect where it's like some moments feel forced and we feel like mm-hmm. meetings are being forced at that point. Uh, but sometimes it just comes organic, like what we feel throughout the game and like if it feels necessary that we should tweet this. It's like, as a fan, this is what I would tweet in the moment in the sense, right? Like Jonathan, I know you do this on Twitter too. That's what I do throughout the moments, and you're thinking funny things that are like going to make people laugh, and that's how we so approach. So you think as they're well, funny? So. Yeah, you think they're funny, <laughs> but no, 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 no. I'm asking if you think they're funny. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, I'll leave a like. I know that I think moment. they're funny. 
I'll leave a like here every now and then. You hey, know I, I appreciate that. And and my wife says that's not funny. I'm like, they can't all be hits. Like most of this, I'm doing to entertain myself. Yeah. So no, for sure, that's the that's the case because. Tony, you'll if you've ever noticed. Obviously, you are very busy during the games, but you have caught on to the fact that Jonathan just like tweets whatever comes to mind, whatever right? Comes and to it's mind. no context. Like if if if, it, if days have passed and you go back and look at our 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 feed on Twitter, you'd be like, what What was he talking yeah. about? But that's yeah. one thing that I think that I enjoy is like that's like it's like inside jokes. Like if you weren't watching the game yeah. at that one time, then you that's won't understand. For. But but that's that that yeah that's funny so so Jonathan you know kudos to you I think that's a good thing I don't think I've ever told you that I think it's a good thing Thanks. um you, you, you do much. a great job you really do appreciate um it. but uh but but yeah man oh also Tony did you uh Shelly did you uh, was that Shelly Wilkes yes so Shelly Wilkes that's another connection between Tony and I uh she was the president of Lakeland when I was there so um she I, I believe that she might have done one more season after that I can't mm. remember um but anyway. Yeah, no, I appreciate like the insight into that, Tony, because I like I said, I think a lot of people just probably haven't either thought about that process of of posting to social media, um, or you know what kind of goes into that. And there it seems like there is a system, right? Like there I, there's something yeah. you have to get OKs in some some capacity. And uh, like you said, you guys aren't perfect, and you might have posted some things, but but yeah, I mean that, that that's a I mean good insight, especially I will, for me. I, I really am curious yeah. about that type of stuff. I will say one thing. I love being competitive and I love being petty. So any chance that I get yes. to do it, I will do it. Like, for instance, that LeBron tweet, right? I didn't think much of it, but I knew ex- exactly how to get LeBron fans rattled up. and make You knew it what you were doing. I knew what I was doing from the start. So it's like <laughs> I thought it was funny because the season that just ended, how can we make something that's just like funny to just tweet out? So I was like, you know what? I got time today, so let's just do it. And then <laughs> – now it's on like the top post on Reddit, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, this is crazy, <laughs> uh, this is crazy. But uh, well, yeah, so isn't stuff, that man. your whole job though, to get impressions, to get engagement? Much as it is, it's just like it's mission also accomplished. Sh- yeah, it's it's trying to build like an organic fan base. You know what I mean? It's hard. NBA Twitter is a wild and toxic place. Like, yes, you say something about rookie of the year, you have Toronto fans. I know you guys did a podcast. Trust on this, me, right? we Toronto know fans, all about everything. it. So we are part of that conversation too. Just we know how to get fans rattled up in a way where we sense it, and it's like, okay, this is how we can get people's gears going. So there, yeah. there's got to be some satisfaction though, Tony, and like, because when Jonathan and I tweet stuff, we're ready. Like our Twitter fingers are ready for all the yeah. smoke, right? Like we're yeah. replying, we're quote tweeting, we're giving them essentially what they want, and we don't care because we we got time that day, and we're not a professional organization. <laughs> we're gonna say whatever we want, but there's got to be such a great. There's got to be a great, yeah, right. There's got to be a great feeling, Tony, to you being able to just put out this tweet that you know is just going to get people riled up, and you have no obligation to reply to anybody because there are so yeah. many replies, and you just sit back and you're just like, I don't know, <laughs> did I do that? I have no I idea. But but incredible, I I really incredible, honestly. Yeah, just like fans reminding me, like how many really know how many how many championships did the Magic have? Blah blah blah. <laughs> And then stat me is like replying with like their mm. uh, one thing yeah. about the magic and the same ratio of them. Yeah. Oh boy, all, that's all had to be said. You know what I mean? Like you got to be petty, but in like professional manner. But like you got to say right. subtly, you know. So that's why I learned in the past year was just trying to figure out how can we be funny and poke jokes. Because if some tweet, I mean, listen, every team that we lost to this season, they always tweet something about Disney or like some magic trick. I'm like, that's lame, man. Like come up with something more. <laughs> Mm-hmm. original or creative or funny but i don't know i just i seen i haven't thought of anything from this season that i've seen from any teams that like stuck out to me especially mm-hmm. when they beat us but 
it's something that I take a dig at, and it's like next time that we play you and we beat you, I'm coming at your neck. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yes. like, that's how I like to take it at. So, like, but yeah, the yeah, that's this this is my process. Like that motivates me the most, especially when we're into the adrenaline of like tween games and like feeling how the team is doing throughout the game. But yeah. Well, I can tell you that we appreciate it. I know all Magic fans appreciate it. I remember a while back, uh, you you had posted um, like a job opening on the social media team, and you said that um, being fluent in memeology was a was a huge plus. <laughs> and obviously, the LeBron meme, you know, the the tweet that you put. Where where do you get your inspiration for the memes? Oh gosh, that's a good question. I think it's just what you see your fans are speaking about. Like, I know that like if I make a graphic about Penny or Shaq, someone's going to at least say, bring back the Penny Shrekers, right? <laughs> so it's just being able to hear, listen, like sit back and kind of see what people are talking about, whether that's the Oscars, you know, Chris Rocking smacking his face, <laughs> and, you know, being being up to date on pop culture and knowing what people are talking about that are relevant, that, that they can resonate with. It's just the inspiration behind everything. So, uh, but, but what we always try to be, like tailor our means to our guys so a lot of times you will see i don't know if you guys remember but cole uh you know getting his you know a shot and then he's screaming on the top of his lungs using things like that is what we enjoy doing it's just it's how we make our means more personalized to us so that's a little insight to how we do things what what are you gonna do uh i don't know if you saw cole's instagram story from last night but jalen with the lizards (laughs) how can we incorporate that into something Listen, man, I've been trying to figure it out, but nothing has come to me yet. It's been a long season. I'm just like, ah, I don't keep, know what's worth tweeting about this. Just keep, just keep it in the bag for, for next season. I, okay. I promise you that's going to be some evergreen material right there. All right. I'll, shout out, I'll be sure to shout out to uh, the Six Man Podcast for this hey, one. Well, we, we, we appreciate that. I can already tell, Tony, you're going into the Hall of Fame of the Six Man Show guests. <laughs> like you're, you're already there. This is already yeah. one of the most fun episodes we've ever done. No, you mentioned you, something. Oh, of course, yeah. of course. I mean, you didn't, you know, tell me that I was funny, but you know, <laughs> that's that's fine. Well, well, you don't have to. We can just leave that unspoken. All right, Tony. Well, first of all, bro, thank you for coming on the show, man. We really, really appreciate it. Um, you know, you always you know show support and and show love and everything like that. So, uh, you have we've talked about this a bunch on this podcast, but you guys, the team is taking the social media to another level. And and we love it. You know, you guys do is just as good of a job as anybody in the league, if not better. I would argue that you guys are the best social media team in the league, man. So appreciate you, what man. you do and, and yeah. appreciate you coming on the show, man. Are you, but my last question, Jonathan, uh, Tony, what are you doing on uh, draft lottery night? Are you you going to be? I will uh, tell you this. All right, we're going to change some things to make sure we manifest our first pick. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. We not, there we go. There yeah. we go. Well, now we're, we're talking. Not, we're not, we're, we're not going to talk about our rituals or spiritual stuff, right? <laughs> the way how I... Who so, are we sacrificing? <laughs> first, what I think I'm not going to do, Jonathan, is go meet you at Harry Buffalo's along with you Dan. You are. No, you we're are. Not, we're not. You we are. We got to change that for sure. Um, we got to ensure that Matty World doesn't get interviewed again for sure. Oh, no. Um. <laughs> Shout out, Matty World Peace. So the funniest part was, uh, we it was me, Owen, and then Dan. We were all together at Amway, watching on his computer the draft water. It was me, Owen, Dan. So this year we got to change it. Like either we go to a different section of the <laughs> arena, and like we <laughs> do some like spinning circles, we pray, whatever the case might be, and then we make it happen, man. Like we it's, light some candles, it has to fall in peace. 
I, I, I was telling, so I remember telling you this, Jonathan. I'm like, I'm like, I was telling some other people too. I was like, if you have bad juju, make sure you, you come correct with your like family, <laughs> friends, any magic friends. Say some good yeah. wisdom. Do do something good for people, and then it will all work out for you. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> this year we should be on the first floor of Harry Buffalo instead of the second floor. Mm, okay. So changing that should uh, should help a little bit. That's you got to change your beer options if you got you know. Bud Light, maybe get Heineken next time. You can't you know, do anything the same. Can't do anything you the can't same. Can't do man. anything the same. Yeah, but but yeah, we'll definitely be watching. Though we're definitely excited. Um, I know Josh, Josh Cohen, and Dan Savage are. As soon as we get back, like next week, we're gonna definitely be talking about prospects and what we're gonna do and like nice. you know what. There's only so many options until we know what we're picking, right? And so right, right. that that makes us reevaluate. You know, when that when we find out what happens that night. Regardless of what happens, we have to be ready. And so, like, okay, here's who we might pick. Here's what Bleacher Report, Sports Center, ESPN, blah blah blah, is saying that we'll do. But then, you know, with this organization, they seem to like have some magical, you know, pun intended for sure, like magical, mm-hmm. like scouting that they know who to pick. Obviously, with Franz, Franz was amazing. How- so I okay I we keep saying this is going to end, and I understand I'm the reason <laughs> the sentence ends. It is, but. <laughs> But sorry, Kevin. My, my yeah, sorry, sorry, producer Kevin. My apologies. No, I wanted to know, Tony, how far out do you guys start with like the graphics of like photoshopping players and like because that night's got to be hectic, like right as far as draft lottery night, obviously, then draft night itself. There's got to be so much preparation that we don't see in terms of like what getting ready for like every situation. It, because you last thing you want to do is have a guy get picked, especially on draft night, yeah, and you like don't have a graphic for him. It's like, especially with with our front office, these I mean Franz Wagner, they surprised a lot of people doing that. I mean, I'm sure that there's just like times where you know you guys have to like just you know make sure that your eyes are dotted and your T's are crossed because this front office could pick people you've never maybe heard of, and mm-hmm. you're like, man, we need a graphic for that person like right yeah. now. So I will say, my first year, I remember when we had drafted Chuma. I had mm. no idea who Chuma was. So <laughs> there's, I went on Getty. If I don't know if people, Magic fans remember this. I oh, went I on Getty. There's, there's a photo of Chuma Kiki and Bryce Brown together. I put Bryce <laughs> Brown instead of Chuma Kiki. You did. Can't Even confirm. Three weeks, three weeks into the job, I thought I was going to lose my job. I started crying. I never cried so much in my life. I was telling oh. my mom. Little, I called my mom immediately after. It was like, hey, mom, I think I have to go back to St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> You know, get get the car ready for me. You know, blah blah blah. <laughs> Come out back, again. but yeah, man, it's just you never know what like you know, how this organization works because it's like everything catches you by surprise. So it's all about preparation. Like I was trying to tell most people, and I believe most people or Magic fans specifically, this is our Super Bowl. This is when we can capitalize our content and engagement to the max. Because you know, you think when you think about the season, how bad we were. You start your your mind immediately starts to go to the draft lottery. Like everything that we've done throughout the season has yeah. been in preparation of what we're trying to get to, which is the draft lottery. And so definitely this year, that's our Super Bowl, especially if we get number one, you know, top mm. three. And I will say, last week, Jonathan, when you guys were doing your Tankathon thing, I went on Tankathon. Magic picked number one. I didn't look at Tankathon again. Well, I'll just, don't look right? at it. Our, don't look at best, it again. Best, best, best again. friend. Best friend of the podcast, Drew Gooden, did the same thing recently. He yep. texted me and Jonathan, and he was like, "He was like, guys, I did it. And it was Magic number one pick. And I said, 
Drew, whatever you do, man, do not open that website again. Don't yeah. touch it. Leave it as it is perfect. Now, Jonathan, on the other hand, that He's kid just needs right to... now. Yeah, he's yeah. right now. We're looking just yeah. to make sure. That kid, Jonathan, needs to probably shut down Tankathon, if we're being honest. <laughs> My they, goal he... is to get every bad scenario out of the way so yeah. there are only good outcomes get it all out on of the system. draft lottery night. Yeah, Which reminds me, I haven't done that today. I need to do it today. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely we uh, consider all factors of that. And then, you know, when, when we, once we find out everything from speculation, we just prepare to yeah. It's like Jalen Suggs, like Jalen Suggs, surprisingly, I was ready for because <laughs> once we found out from the video, because you knew, because they told the you. Most genuine, <laughs> the video that you guys made were amazing. It's like, yeah, I've never seen something so yeah. genuine and most Some whole, like, so wholesome. wholesome yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Toronto fans over here give me that no, they're shit. Still, they're trying hard. Even though they were crying when they picked Scotty Barnes and not in a good way. <laughs> I know. Ooh, I remember man. that part. But, yeah, I remember being at the arena, and then we once we found out Scotty Barnes got picked, we're like, oh, shit. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was over here with Owen. I was just, like, shaking his shit. I was like, oh, my God, we got you, son. <laughs> and then we're all texting each other. And then, like, over here, I'm, like, on my computer. I'm just, like, trying to, like, make the graphic and, like, Put Jalen's <laughs> words, pick five, round one, blah blah blah, and then uploading it, and then we have to tweet it out. But then like things like that, man, it's just it's uh, it's an adrenaline boost for sure. Like you just have to be ready for it. So yeah, uh, but yeah, Franz definitely caught me off guard. So like I had to sit down for that one and focus as much as I was shaking because <laughs> I don't want to like mess up again. I did it with Chuma, and I don't want to do it again. I don't want to remember. You don't want to post that, right? Mo Wagner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, so doing all that just it, it's fun, definitely for sure. But then. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to see what happens next. So, but yeah, it's crazy. It's a month away, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh my gosh, time flies." Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, we're ready. We're, we'll, we'll see we're, you at Harry Buffalo. <laughs> no, I'm not going to Harry Buffalo this year. Yes, man. you are. I, 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 yes, gotta, you are. I'm not trying to. I, I'm trying to make sure we get number one. I'm trying to do make sure we do all the right things. You know. Well, <laughs> after this, you're going to be like a magic celebrity. So the mm. people will demand that you come out to Harry Buffalo. So it's true. Okay. We'll see I'll what happens. I'll think about we'll it. See. I'll think about it for sure. Well, this episode was incredible. Definitely. Top five that we've ever done, I think. This was a, a top ton of five, fun. and I don't know if it's five, four, three, two either. Wow, it's, it might it's be up one. there. It's up it's there. Up there. And, it's and up there. We, we, sure. We've had some big, big guests, fun guests. Pat Williams, J.I., uh, George, George Carl. Carl. We've we've had some fun guests, um, but but yeah, no, we I've had a blast for sure. Listen, yeah, when you, when when you when it humbles you as like a middle school person, right? When when you're half ugly, half average, so you got to be funny to make your confidence feel max. I knew he was going to say Thank I God. was funny. I knew Thank he was going to say I'm funny. It paid off for me. Now I'm making money for doing it. You know, so you know it all works out well for sure. And anyone who's listening, they're just saying this so they can get more of a shout out on their. Uh, that's not true. That's not they're trying true. to get. We're still trying to get Franz on the the podcast just to make sure that. that happens. No, we oh we are trying God. to do that. We are trying not in Franz. that way. All right, we yeah. are trying to get Franz. So seriously, Tony, phone it in. All right, no, yeah. we need to real. We need we to know get you've got clout. We know. Yeah, we sure, know. Sure. But seriously, bro, thank you so much for coming on, man. This was a ton of fun. We got to do this regularly. And uh, I gotta say one more thing to the viewers out there. I know Kevin's been working hard behind the scenes. But I promise you, we're going to make it happen next season where we can get him to do the magic countdown. And then everyone's going to love it when Kevin explodes. But, you know, don't oh, hold me uh, to it. But I will try to do my best efforts to make it happen. Because wow, Kevin, Kevin is, is just a, blushing as he listens to this. I Kevin see is in the room. 2-0 when he's covering the game night. You know, let's That's not talk it. about Jonathan and, you know, Luke over here. You, you are know, petty. Okay? You really are petty. <laughs> so petty. All right, bro, but we appreciate it for real. We're, we're going to let you off here, man. Thank you so much for joining the show. Sure, You're welcome man. back anytime. <laughs> Luke, 
that was our interview with Tony Wynn. Absolute riot. Uh, really, really appreciate that guy coming on the show. That was a ton of fun. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, like we said, uh, probably a top three interview that we've done just in terms of like easy to continue the conversation. You know, sometimes interviews are clunky. You don't know what to say. With Tony, man, he he's just the best. He he is very laid back. We'll we'll say you know say what he what he thinks, uh, and we've seen it through kind of the revamping of the social media account. He does a good job. He gave us some insight into kind of the checks and balances system, basically, of of making those posts and what to do, what to post, what not to post, uh, living and learning. And I, I mean, he's just a lot of fun, man. We had great chemistry, the three of us. I'll say mm. that. So we did. we're going to plan to have Tony on again, probably before the start of next season. But we really hope that you guys enjoyed that. So a uh, big thanks to Tony again for coming on to the show. It was a blast. Uh, you are literally welcome on the show anytime. Say the word and we will have you back. So for Tony Quinn, for Luke Sylvia, this is Jonathan Osborne. You guys have been listening to The Six Man Show, and we will catch you guys next time. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Six Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. Please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It would really help us out a lot. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Six Man Show and like us on Facebook. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.